What's going on here? We live again. This next guest, last time I had him on, I think I was under the old platform, you know, like when you kind of had to call up and give what you think. But, yo, what can I say about this next guest? Kyle Green, defensive back, E.G. Then he went over to Bishop Hendrickson, transferred. From Bishop Hendrickson goes to URI, then transfers over to Cortland. Week three, player of the week in the fall. I mean, Kyle Green right now over there at Cortland doing his thing. Um, Let me get one thing up that I was actually looking for. Here we go. Graduated with honors from Bishop Hendrickson back in 2019. Member of the President's List. Two-year starter in football, earned all division honors. Bishop Hendrickson won the state title, of course. You know, shout-out Keith Croft, 11 out of 12, I think it is. Kyle Green also played a year of rugby. Shout-out to him. Tough, tough game right there. Set a state record for scores in a state playoff game. I think that still stands today. Won two state championships, three yeah, member of the track team. What did Kyle Green not do when he was a hawk? Played second and fifth at the state meets, and he earned all-star honors in the relay. We're going to bring in my man from Cortland. How Kyle you doing Green. What's up, What's man? I appreciate up, you having man? me What's popping, yo? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. But I appreciate you having me on, uh, taking the time to interview me. Coach Dunbar is my guy. Coach Dunbar just got back from Vegas. Matter of fact, Peter Bibby was out there with him doing his thing, I believe. Um, Coach Dunbar got breakthrough elite rocking. Oh, yeah. Maybe they might need you to come and be a coach this season. (laughs) I wish um, when me and Angel was in high school, Angel Sanchez, shout out to him. Um, Shout out to Angel. I wish that when me and him was in high school, we could go out to Vegas and – Florida, Atlanta, and show all them boys what 401 football is all about. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Well, now we're starting to rock with 401 football. Quiddy Pay doing his thing. You know, the Xbox over in Georgia. Speaking of the Xbox people, Xavier Trust, go to Fanatics right now. Buy your jersey from Fanatics. Xavier Trust will get a piece of that pie. You know what I mean? So shout out to Xavier Trust doing his thing over at Georgia. Kyle Green, man, welcome back. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on once again. Yeah, last time we talked, you was going to URI. Uh, we were talking a little bit about, you know, your situations. Um, Kyle is a breakthrough alum, yes, Coach Dunbar said. You I know should have I mean? I um, won my breakthrough thing tonight. There you go. Shout out. Yeah, Stanley knows. I'm still waiting for my hoodie, but he's got me. Stanley, great, great coach. Um, tune in Thursday, Kyle. We're actually going to have the top 11 high school coaches in the state, and um, I think it's going to be lit. I think oh, it's definitely going to be, gonna be, be We have some great definitely coaches right good. right now. Coach B-Ball, Coach Dunbar, Coach Simpson, uh, all doing the thing. Mike Washington, you know, um, shout out to all them guys, man. But got to put Croft up there too, man. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, good, yeah. Croft is definitely to... be in the conversation. Definitely. But um, life is good, you know what I mean? Life is good. I can't complain. I'm living the dream, man. You know what I mean? I'm in a good situation right now mentally, physically. I can't complain. Yeah, so you went over to – you know, uh, you went over to URI as a walk-on. You stayed the one year. Um, hang on, we got another comment for you. Yes, keep it up, sis. Kim Stanley. So, shout out to uh, Kim Stanley. But how was your experience 
as a walk-on. Um, you you know, we kind of talked a little about it off the camera. Um, you kind of already know what, what I'm getting at, but let's talk a little bit about being a walk-on, preferred walk-on, walk-on. You get the same opportunities as everybody else. Like nobody really knows if you're scholarship walk-on, whatever, you know what I mean? You get the same clothes, you get the same amount of shoes, sweatpants, t-shirts, hoodies, as everybody else does. You get the same opportunities that everybody else does. You know what I mean? Um, but my experience there, I was a different person back then. Um, so how I would view like going through that situation, if I was the person I am today, I feel like would be totally different. Um, but going through the situation back then, I was just a different person mentally in a different place. Um, but it was a good experience. I learned a lot, competed against a lot of dogs over there, got a lot better, worked on my craft, at, practicing against Aaron Parker, Zay Coulter, Amir Dorsey, uh, Irby, um, just to name a couple, few that I was covering in practice every day. So I got a lot better from covering those dudes. Um, definitely a good experience down there. And I'm grateful for uh, the opportunity to even compete at Division One level with um, Coach Flanagan, Coach Flem. All them giving me the opportunity to go compete. So that's all I can ask for. You know, I mean, it was a good experience. Shout out to them guys. You know, we was talking a little bit about um, UMass Dotman, you know, Ryan McCormick. I was telling you, you know, that Ryan speaks like, speaks great, great about you. They win a championship this year. You might have went to UMass Dotman, right? I've, I thought about it. You know, I thought about it, but I just felt um, for me personally, um Cortland we play in the biggest D3 game in the country with the Kota Jug and stuff like that and uh um I just wanted the biggest stage I could compete on possible and I knew Cortland and uh coach Fitzpatrick and the good stuff he's got going on here I just knew I could do that you know what I mean but coach McCormick is a great dude stand up a class act a1 dude you know what I mean go on the phone with him chop it up for like an hour hour and a half just talking he's a really really good dude um, but yeah, I yeah, did facts, go there. Facts, he takes facts. care of Rhode Island. He takes care. No, of Rhode he Island. definitely does, man. I just did a show with him a couple weeks ago. Twenty five Rhode Island kids. He goes over all of them. Shout out to Dante. I didn't think I was gonna like. I knew Dante was good, and Ryan talked about why he took Dante, and uh, but I didn't think Dante was gonna do what Dante did this season. You you, you know you step in as a true freshman, and you basically run the table. Right. He he's like. Coming from Rhode Island and doing what he did, I think he broke conference records and all types of uh, stuff like that. I wasn't really close with him in high school, but obviously I played against him, knew who he was. Um, really, really good football player, you know what I mean? Definitely has a high IQ for the game from the games that I've seen, you know what I mean? Can run, can do it all. Swiss Army knife at quarterback, you know? He's got uh, another three years, I believe, so the future's bright for him, for real. For Golden real. Helmet Award, you know, and actually, you, you know, and he gets the extra year because of COVID coming into this year would be his sophomore year. Right. You know what I mean? So shout out to all the Rhode Island guys that are balling out. So how's Cortland been so far? How was the experience? It's been great. You know what I mean? Um, Had its ups and downs, you know what I mean? Because it's my first real season of college football. Um, Compete for a start job, get in the rotation. But um, it's been good, you know what I mean? Because even though I was a um, D1 transfer, you still got to come in and compete. Don't matter the level. College football is college football, especially at Cortland. We're a, we're a top 10 D3 program in the country. Um. So we're, we run stuff like a D1, you know what I mean? We, we travel long distances to go play, um, all that, you know? So it was a good experience. Uh, I was week three player of the week. I had my first college touchdown, my first college interceptions, um, a lot of tackles this year, almost got a forced fumble. Had another, had one pick and it got called back. I still see that that play in my sleep. One of the D linemen jumped off sides. But um, no, all jokes aside though, it was, uh, it was a really good experience this year and I'm looking forward to next year. 
We got a, a new defensive coordinator. Sorry to cut you off, but we got no, a no, it's new, all good. Go new defensive coordinator coming in. Um, built a great relationship with my head coach, Coach Coach Fitzpatrick. So uh, I'm excited, man. It's been good. What do kids expect going from you know you 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 was in a D1 program and then you go to a D3 program? But what's the difference between high school and going to that level? Any level in college is going to be is good football. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. Like we have kids that um appreciate that coach Dunbar, but we got kids um at my at my school right now, kind of like my situation. D1 dropouts, kind of on their last chance. Um, some dudes got into some trouble at some other schools. Come to my school, um, and we all just come together and and we just ball. You know what I mean? But coming from high school to college, it doesn't matter the level. The the speed of the game is going to be way different. Because if you think about it, there's a there was a Carl Green at every other like every other kid on my team right now was a Carl Green back in high school. You know what I'm trying to say? Every other kid um, on my team was a I don't know Angel Sanchez back in high school. You know what I'm trying to say? Every other kid was that dude in high school was a dog in high school. So you get to college and everybody's like that for the most part. You know what I mean? So you have to compete every single day. The depth chart changes every day. The speed of the game is dramatically faster. You know. So that's the main differences. Obviously, the size uh, difference too, going from high school to college, especially coming out of Rhode Island. You know what I mean? Now you played at Bishop Hendrickson, where you're used to big crowds, big games, and a lot of guys at Bishop Hendrickson. You know, I want the ball, and I know Keith Croft is don't really spread it out that much. But when you go to as a freshman coming out of Bishop Hendrickson, you, you know, should kids feel that like? I should be starting because I played at Bishop Hendrickson and going to college. Some kids don't want to wait that year to their sophomore year to start. I feel like it doesn't matter if you went to Hendrickson or not. Everybody feels that way, you know, because everybody feels like that they, they're that dude because they was in high school, you know. But one thing I realized that I had to um, that I had to go through that was like a brutal um, wake-up call, almost a slap in the face it was like, like I said, everybody was a Carl Green back in high school. You know what I'm saying? So – in high school, I was riding high at Hendrickson. I considered myself one of the best DBs in the state, um, regardless of what happened. Um, so you have to sit there and, like, reality hits you in the face when it's like, wow, now we're right back at the bottom of the totem pole like I was my freshman year of high school, you know. But um, only difference is now we're all grown men, so you just go out and compete every single day, you know. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, transfer portal, big, big news. I've been talking about it since last season. You know, a lot of people are jumping in the transfer portal. Um, I heard there's 5,000 people at this time right now in the transfer portal. What do you know about the transfer portal? What can you share with us, your experiences? Um, I doubt Kyle Green's ready to jump in there anytime soon. <laughs> I'm a, I know a lot about the transfer portal because I was in there for actually a really long time. I was in there for, I believe, like almost the whole winter break and then um, half of the end of the uh, – because I left right after the season – um, so I was in the transfer portal for a good six, seven weeks. Like I committed to Cortland, I believe like, I think the week, week and a half before the spring semester started and the coaches were really patient with me and uh, my decision and stuff like that. But the transfer portal is a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, cause you, it's basically high school recruiting all over again, but now, um, I feel like colleges are more apt to take transfers, but at the same time we get like a stereotype because like, um, some colleges, they don't want to take transfers, you know what I mean? Because they, they you have some type of stigma, which I don't really understand. You know what I mean? People aren't happy. It's not about being um, 
transferring schools. It's not even about playing time at the end of the day. It's not even about football. It's about being happy. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, football goes into that role of you being happy, but being happy should be your main focus when you enter the transfer portal. You, you, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I feel you. I see, Um, you know, some people are going in. Like, I seen a little me- a mem meme. He said, I'm third string going in, and now I'm 5,005. And when you go in the transfer portal, if I if I'm not mistaken, you know, say if I'm at URI, I go in the portal, I throw away my URI stuff. You know what I mean? And what if nobody takes me in the transfer portal? Yeah, um, it's you, it's a gamble. Know, is, yeah, is your scholarship gone from say if if I'm at URI, I I go in the portal? Am I throwing everything away if no one takes me? Basically, you know, it, I know dudes. Um, one of my friends actually from URI. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, um, but he uh, transferred to URI when I got there from a JUCO. Um, it was at another D1 before that, went to a JUCO, went to URI, then transferred again. And he took a big gamble transferring again when I did. Um, and uh, he's still not anywhere. You know, I tried to get him up here at Cortland, but um, he, he he wasn't really feeling it, you know. But So he's still at, stuck at home, you know, which, which sucks because he's a really good football player. You know what I mean, but that's just the gamble you take when you enter the transfer portal. And that, that's what I think a lot of people are not realizing right now with the transfer portal. It looks like gravy. Oh, yeah, HBCU school will take me. Everybody wants to get on that Deion Sanders train because um, he's he's killing it out of the transfer portal. Um, he's picking up a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of kids, but it looks like it's just like free agency for college football at this point. It is. It is. It literally is, you know. You know, what do you think the the goods are about the transfer portal? And then we'll go into what's bad about it. I think the goods are you get a fresh start. You get a clean slate. You know what I mean? You get um it's like high school recruiting all over again. So you can go on visits, you can go through that whole experience again. Um you shouldn't be doing it for that, but I mean that is a plus to it. Um, you get a fresh start, like I said, you know what I mean? You get to kind of reinvent who you are, um, but you have to come into a program with the same intensity, if not more, because as a transfer, like I said, you have that um, that stereotype. I take it as a positive because you got to go in there. They're going to try you in practice. They're going to try to poke at you, you know what I mean? But that's just what, what you got to go through. So I have to take that as a positive too. You have a target on your back. Um, the positives about the transfer portal, that's really it. You know, you get a fresh start. I think that's a first and biggest one you know but a lot of kids you know um a lot of kids i see are going in the transfer portal because you know let, let's say a freshman coming from a private school like that's getting a lot of starts you go in the transfer portal freshmen sit whether you're good i mean freshmen really don't get a lot of starting time so they feel right. well i'm not getting all the starts that i used to so i'm just gonna put my butt in the transfer portal i mean should you have a school or communicate with a school before you even go in because like 5,000 people in there, it's a mess. Like you can get lost in there. Yeah. Um, I think you have to have your ducks in order before you leave, but um, that's against NCAA rules to do so. I believe um, to hit up a school while you're still committed on a roster. Um, I'm pretty sure that's getting NCAA rules. I don't really know the ins and outs of that. Um, Cause I didn't do it. I did it the right way like that. But um I would get your ducks in order before you leave. You know, I mean, definitely you, a lot of kids don't want to do, but you got to sit down and have them tough conversations with your coach. Hey coach, where do I stand on the depth chart? What can I do to get better? Because you can't, one thing I had to learn the hard way is uh, you can't transfer out of a bad attitude. You feel me? You can't transfer oh, out of a, a bad, you can't transfer out of a bad mindset. You feel what I'm saying? You can't transfer out of trouble. 
you can't transfer out of bad grades. You feel what I'm saying? So you really got to get your ducks in order um, before you you make that move to enter the transfer portal because it's a life altering decision at the end of the day. You know what I mean? You got a fan club over here. Shout out Mike yeah. Murray, my guy. He was just left Shea. He's going back to you to do his thing. Uh, Mike Murray said, my boy, Kyle, what's yes, up, sir. young fella? You know, shout out to Mike Green. Definitely um, legendary coming through that Shea definitely, program. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, there's so many great, great coaches in this Rhode Island high school thing, you know, especially of late, you know, Coach Charlie B-Ball, Blake Simpson, what Mike Murray did behind Dino Camp over there, you know, um, Coach Washington, Chris McCall, um, Coach Blessing up in Narragansett, so many great, great, great coaches in Rhode Definitely. Island, and they're trying to build kids to go on to the next level, maybe follow what Kyle Green is doing. So what's next for Kyle Green? Trying to be All-American, man. That's what's next. Focused on next season. You know what I mean? I take it uh, one year, um, one season at a time, but, you know, i uh, got to start with All-Conference, All-American. I like to aim high. So that's what's next for me, you know what I mean? Um, want to be uh, – just that dude, you know. <laughs> and we talked about before you mentioned, I believe you mentioned um when you're all done with college, would you be interested in coming back and um coaching? Of course, of course. Uh, I'm really into fitness, really into personal training. So that's something I have on my resume that I can always use. But um right now I'm just looking to ride out um I'm not really thinking that far ahead right now. I'm just thinking one year, one season at a time. And um just focus on being as good as I can for next season and riding this football thing out as long as I can. Because I got three more years left. So I'm going to take it one year at a time and see where it takes me, you know. Let's give some of your teammates some some love, you know. Um, name some kids that we should be looking out on, Cortland. Oh, definitely J.J. Lapp. You know, me and him be going out in practice. He's a good receiver. Definitely could compete at a Division One level. Um, big, swole, fast, strong hands. Um, Who else am I thinking? We lost a lot of seniors. We lost like 30-something seniors. So we're going to be young. Oh, that's a big senior class. Seniors and fifth years, because the coronavirus year, mad kids came back. We had so many kids come back. Um, Why not, so right? I mean, that was gravy. <laughs> yeah, right? right? So we're losing a lot of seniors in fifth years. Um, so we got a lot of the kids that I was going to name off the top of my head are gone, but um, we're young, we're fast, uh, we're skilled. Um, so we're going to be really, really good. JJ definitely won. Um, Mark, number two. Uh, he's another corner. He's not built like me, though. He's more lanky, um, plays the ball really, really well. Um, a lot of dudes left, but we're going to be straight. I know that. Well, how did you guys finish last season? We went 11-1, and one, and we lost in the playoffs to RPI, second round. Wow. WPI, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, that hurts. That hurts, you know, uh, especially yeah. to WPI. Shout out to WPI, but that still hurts. <laughs> No yeah, how was, you look at it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was RPI actually, not WPI. Oh, RPI. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. But, Your boy uh, Peter yeah. Bibby doing his do, doing his thing, huh? Oh yeah, it's my guy. I say yeah. I I said about Peter is he's the second hardest worker I know, next to myself, of course. But no, all jokes aside, Peter is one of the hardest workers I know, and the sky's the limit for that kid. You know what I mean? So. Uh, oh yeah, that's a fact. Him, you know, I I seen Peter working out. I seen him do some camps. You know, um, yeah. he was just down in, in Vegas, I believe, doing his thing. Eddie Buell, yeah. Peter Bibby, you know, uh, stayed there. I think they lost in the quarterfinals by one. But the team that wow. beat them, I believe, they lost by one. So, you know, the talent was definitely um, – the talent was there. Um, shout out Mike Green. He just gave me a thumbs up. You get, oh, He was oh, one oh. of the coaches over Coach at, at – um, 
yes, Coach Green, you know, another. With the Coach Green. I've seen him at the gym. I've seen Coach Green at the gym hitting the overhead press, you know, really good. Oh, let me tell you, Coach Green still be getting it in, huh? Of course he be getting it in, you know what I'm saying? That's what, what we Hawks do, you know what I mean? <laughs> Coach, Coach Green keeps me on my toes when I start to get out of line. He's like, hey, easy, easy there. We don't want no Croft slander. Nah, shout out to Coach Croft. He's actually in Florida right right now. Um, oh, I'm trying to get Coach there. Croft. Yeah, Coach Croft, you know, uh, I say career-wise, you have to put Coach Croft right up there at, at the top of the Rhode Island football like 100%. Coach Rankins. Because, you know, like, say what you want about Hendrickson, but it's not easy winning 12, 11 out of 12 championships. You know what I mean? You have to put mm-hmm. all that together. A lot of people kind of think that, Bishop Hendrick and kids got business card holders in their helmets. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they be recruiting. They be like, you know what? You could do it too. So why don't you do and, it as well? If they could do it, you could do it. And um, we, we, we don't recruit, you know, first of all. I want to establish that. But second of all is that it kind of blows my mind how um how much animosity and hatred people have for Hendrick. And, like, I was at the gym. Coach Green probably – probably couldn't remember he's not he don't he's not gonna remember this dude um because i'll be working out all types of weird times during the day but anyway um the, the other guys are regular at the gym and i'm doing the cables on the the cable machine right and the guy comes and shoulder checks me and i'm like like excuse me then i take on my headphones and he's like no nah, i mean i'm just busting your balls like you know f Hendrickson, they recruit this that, and the other and the dude's like 60 yeah. years old and like i'm like i'm not gonna argue with this guy about high school you know what i mean this was like 50 years ago for him you know what i mean but it's just like it blows my mind how much animosity. The moral of the story is it blows my mind how much animosity and hate and like stuff like crazy things people will say about Hendrick. You know, it, it it really is astonishing. You know, what I mean, because them coaches over there they do a great job. Uh, they made me into who I am today. You know what I mean? So uh, it's not easy to balance out so many good players on one roster. You know, what I mean, you think it would be, but you know. Well, that's why yeah, I think Keith Croft is uh, is absolute good at what he does. He lets his assistants do their job. Um, right. As far as the recruiting thing, like people want to go to Bishop Hendrick, and I think the educational program they offer, I mean, the sports program, Bishop Hendrick brings in all the top recruiters, you know. So if you want to say they recruit true to the youth level, bringing in youth coaches, all right. But I don't really think they recruit, but I can understand other coaches' animosity, you know, like, I talked to 50 people the last couple of weeks on top 10 coaches, and you could send me your top list of Rhode Island coaches if you want. I'll, I'll add that in too. And, uh, you know, a lot of Keith Croft did good um, as far as the ranking. I'll be on Thursday if you want to check that out. Uh, so Definitely. I can't I'll be in there. give too much out. But he did drop down a couple spots because of the animosity towards Hendrickson. But then when I bring up career wise, everyone says, well, you've got to put Keith Croft at the top. Well, well, people hate you when you win. People hate you when, when you're good at what you do. You know what I mean? So obviously people aren't going to like Hendrickson and anyone associated with Hendrickson or what anything Hendrickson stands for because we dropped 50 on them on, on that Friday, every Friday night for the last 10 years. You know, you know what I mean? So <laughs> so that's why people aren't going to like Hendrickson, you know. But uh, I think the world of Coach P, I think the world of Coach Green, I think the world of – um of uh, Coach Croft and his father, Buddy Croft, too, always showing me love on Twitter. You know what I mean? I definitely would love to see them and chop it up with them soon, you know. Yeah, so, Buddy um, Croft was uh, was there before Keith came in. Um, yeah, Buddy Croft yeah. was doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, so shout out to uh, Buddy and Keith Croft and all the coaches that be 
holding it down. And um, Felix talks highly about you all the time. Felix Fernandez, you know, uh, shining since his father. Of course. Um, they're down in Florida right now enjoying uh, Sincere's 18th birthday. Happy birthday, um, Sincere and Shine. I think both their As birthdays just came up. Um, Salute to the young bulls. I oh, see, yeah. I've seen, seen, be seeing Sincere at the gym. I like his yeah, rings. I, I think he has the um, his initials on each ring. So now when he wears them, all three of them, you can actually see his, his initials. So uh, it's oh, kind of right. bad having three state championship. Well, he might have four. Uh, he might have four state championship rings, but a little too shine and sincere. Salute to them. You know, so what is, um, so what else is going on? Um, really, I'm really just focused on working out, um, and just being the best player and best person that I can be. You know what I mean? Just, uh, off the field, I kind of had to get my stuff together, um, regarding mental health and stuff like that. So it's been a college football, been a long road, you know what I mean? But I'm in a good spot now. And uh, I'm just setting myself up to be successful next year, you know. You brought up a great segue talking about mental health. And we all get down on on, on ourselves. Things happen. How important it is to, to have people to talk to, to not dwell on things by yourself. What can you add to mental health for maybe if a high school kid's struggling with, with this decision or a young kid in college? What kind of advice would, would you offer? I think first off, you got to be happy and you got to surround yourself with the right people. You need a support circle. You know what I mean? Because I was thinking this the other day. It's actually funny you said that, like talking about my support circle, like no joke, um, no exaggeration. Like without my support circle, I honestly don't think I would be alive. You know what I mean? So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for these people every single day. Um, my mentors, you know what I mean? Um, my, my good friends, I only have about five, six friends, but they're really, really solid dudes that I've been rocking with since I was at Hendrickson and before Hendrickson. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, really, really solid dudes. Um, obviously, my family, too, my grandparents, my mom, my uncle, um, just being there for me. You know what I mean? So without them, I'm nothing. You know, so you need a support circle. You need people um, that you can talk to. But you also need friends that are going to hold you accountable. Like I have friends at ACG. You messing up. Get it together. You know what I mean? So it's definitely That's good to fact. have that. But if I had to give advice to a high school kid right now, I would say you got to be happy. It doesn't matter what other people think. You got to be happy, whatever that may be. You got to find something that's going to make you happy and just run with it. You know what I mean? You got that doc for Kyle Green, huh? Where it was like you mentioned that you might have not been here if it wasn't for your support system. And I don't do this to yeah. clown you. You know, I do this guys because you know what? We need to send a message to people that are struggling 100%. like you are. A hundred percent. And that's the thing too, is like, um, I'll never shy away from talking about that, about mental health and stuff like that. Cause I feel like it's something that needs to be talked about. Not a lot of people have the stones to stand up and talk about it. You know what I mean? So I'll be that dude that'll talk about it. Cause I really don't care. You know what I mean? Like I'm still standing 10 toes down regardless. And I, I always will be, you know? So, um, it's just something that needs to be talked about because it's something that I feel like is brushed over with, you know, especially being an athlete. It's like, you know, everybody goes through stuff. We all human. No, we all go through it. And uh, so, yeah, if, if you're out there struggling and you need someone to talk to, you know, there's plenty of people, you know, don't think that you're by yourself. There's people that, that love you. Even when people say, ah, oh, no one loves me, no one cares about me. Like, even people that burn bridges, like, there's people out there that will help you and definitely reach, reach out. People in exactly. my audience, you you can call me if, if you're feeling down. Appreciate I'm that. sure you can reach out to Kyle as well. Of course. That, that's what I tell all the um the young kids, too. You'll hear Peter. I'll talk to Peter. I'll talk to Andrew Picard. 
I'll be like, hey, bro, if you ever need anything, hit me up. You know what I mean? Don't don't be scared to hit me up and talk to me about stuff. You know what I mean? Because anything that they're going through, um, I probably already went through. You know what I'm trying to say? Not even just with football, just with life, you know? So um, just trying to be there for somebody and just be a friend to somebody. Um, spread positive vibes to people. Always show people love. Um, I feel like, too, like, especially in Rhode Island, a lot of people are scared to uh, give other people their flowers and show other people love, especially in RI, everything being so small. I feel like it's almost like a, um, like a, um, a self-comparison uh, kind of contest. You know what I'm trying to say? Where it's never like that, you know? I always see another dude in the gym, hey, bro, you look good. And that goes a long way because now I know that when I put that out, God will reward me and that will come back to me in some way. You know what I mean? No, you're right about the Rhode Island thing. You know, people always feel like I see a lot of people seem to be out for self. They'll they'll talk a good game and they'll they'll say, you, you know, it's about we. But some people, you you could tell deep down, it's really about themselves. And um, and that's never good, especially in this Rhode Island football thing. You, you know, Rhode Island sports because we're so small. You go back and watch the Quitty Pay piece, and and they're like, they play football in Rhode Island. And uh, we got some ballers in Rhode Island, and with Stanley Dunbar behind the pads, um, we'd be balling. We got some kids that are really stepping up. Definitely, definitely. Especially now, uh, I think Leandro DeBrito, he's next up for sure. Um, he's a dog, father Duquesne. Um, and then uh, the younger class up below him, myself, Jaden Clark, um, another DB, Cam Alves from Stonehill, Nate Cena from Stonehill. We can all ball, you know what I mean? So um, we do have some good football over here, and we can compete with anybody. I'm sure we've all learned that, you know? I'm seeing more recruiters around. I, I think they see Coach McCormick scooping up everything. Yeah. Um, And come on, how many college high school coaches can say, we have a recruiter in our stands? And Coach McCormick hits about three games a week. Right. Um, so just having an NCAA recruiter in our stands is um is wealthy. I mean, we could tell kids we have a recruiter in our stands every week. How many programs can do that? How many states can say, you know, um, and I think sometimes with Coach McCormick, people take that for granted. Definitely. But shout out to everything Ryan does. Um, he's a friend of mine, so maybe I'm a little biased, but um, I don't know a how to work and guide in Coach Ryan McCormick. Oh, he's a, he's a, like I said, I can't say enough good things about him. And uh, it's funny you said that too, talking about starting to recruit Rhode Island is because my school actually just established a New England recruiter like this year. Because I was the only kid from Rhode Island or even New England on my roster up until last year. You know what I mean? We got a couple kids from Connecticut, but right now I'm the only kid from RI. So it'd be dope to get another Rhode Island kid up here. You know what I mean? So uh, we've been recruiting Rhode Island pretty good. Well, definitely. You know, tell your recruiter he can always reach out to me to podcast. We just can't let Ryan know. Uh, <laughs> nah, Ryan will know. Ryan, Ryan will see this. But I'm always trying to um, push kids in, in into college. You know, I use my platform for, for that. Um, so any recruiters that want to come on here and kind of, you know, jump into the state and check out some of these kids, we have some ballers coming up. Just this last year, all the quarterbacks, you got the kid from LaSalle that's graduating next year, Dean. Mm -hmm. You know, Dean's a B. Oh, my God. He is like Dean, Eddie Bueller, you know, really, really chucking the ball around. Um, And what Breakthrough's doing, what Behind the Pads is doing. Um, Them and probably the two elite travel travel teams um, that are really doing a lot for the youth. Yeah. I think definitely – 
I know Tenfold Prep is pretty good. I'm pretty sure they're in Massachusetts. I, uh, I just know a couple of kids that are on there. Like James L, shout out to him. He's really good. Justin Denson, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, I know they're on Tenfold Prep, I believe. Well, anything you want to say to your listeners, Kyle, um, until we speak again, man. Um, Again, we, we talked about some walk-ons. We were talking about uh, the transfer portal. Kyle Green from Bishop Hendrickson doing his thing. Check out his games over there on Cortland. I'm sure they stream live. Yeah, we do. Um, but I appreciate you people tuning in. You know what I mean? I uh, appreciate hearing what I have to say. It's always a pleasure. Um, appreciate you guys having me on, um, being able to chop it up with you. You know, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, and, yeah, number one on Cortland. Can't miss it. So uh, be sure to tap in. That's it, Kyle, man. Thank Definitely. you. I really appreciate it. Um, I'll talk to you very, very soon. Good luck, Cortland, Definitely. this season. I'll definitely be looking out for you. And um, thank you, Kyle. Definitely. Appreciate you having me on, man. Take care. All right. Talk to you soon. Kyle Green over there at Cortland. Kyle went to EG. Then he transferred over to Bishop Hendrickin. From Bishop Hendrickin, he does a walk-on at, at URI. Things don't really go too good. And then he transfers. He goes in the transfer portal, and he ends up over in Cortland. But shout out to everybody. Don't forget, Thursday coming up, I think it's going to be very, very lit. We are going to have the top 11 high school football coaches. And uh, I think some of you might be surprised who's on that list. What we did is we talked to like fifth. Now is 52 people, and we asked them, let me know who the top coach is. Some of them gave me top three, top five, top ten, and we kept a tally. And uh, it's going to be on Thursday, so don't forget to check that out. We're going to have a top 11, four honorable mentions. Uh, it's definitely going to be lit, that's for sure. Here's some pictures of Kyle Green doing doing his thing over there at Cortland. Uh, salute to him. I'm glad everything worked out. For the number one. Look, that's actually his number, number one. So, um, salute to him. Look, he's got his artwork in there. So, salute to what Kyle Green has going on. Um, basketball championships going to be going on very soon. Definitely check them out. But I appreciate everybody for coming on. Oh, someone said I never played football. And I found an old video of me playing football. I said right foot creep, oh, I'm walking with that eater Look around, stay low, make sure they don't see you Nah, baby, 99 ain't good enough Keep it one What's up? You ain't got a lie, just a ride being real You should try to just keep it one and Real talk Should never be hard to be real when you keep it one You ain't got a lie, just a ride, just keep it one With butterflies in your stomach, don't try to intimidate me. You couldn't scare me with lip. I'm spontaneous, small, dangerous, fancy, and quick. My trainer told me to work, he ain't prepared me to quit. I'm the only captain who's sailing this championship. championship. I gotta hold down the city. Gotta let you know where I come from. I gotta hold down the city. Can we keep it real podcast network? Shout out to Can We Keep It Real Pod Podcast and Network. Appreciate the support, homie.